1: I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Today, we're addressing the topic of how you can shift your consciousness and energy from reacting to responding. It's one of the first things we each have to learn to do if we are to awaken more fully and live as the limitless and eternal spirit that we truly are. There are no questions. We all react, or more accurately, we all have reactions to whatever we experience. In fact, on every level, there are reactions going on all the time. Even I'm having a reaction right now. <laughs> even while we sleep. Just as a simple Example, there are who knows how many cellular reactions going on non-stop as long as we are living in our bodies. Most of us don't pay any attention to most of that, yet the reactions go on. Most reactions on the physiological level are healthy and beneficial reactions for our body to continue to function properly. It's only when the reactions seem quite abnormal that we begin to wonder whether something is wrong with our body. Same goes with the car. (laughs) Your car is a whole bunch of reactions. That's why it's able to move forward because reactions are happening within its engines. Now, reactions are going on all of the time on every level of consciousness and energy. For example, have you ever noticed that when you are thinking one thing about the person you're with, That person reacts to you in a certain way, but when you dramatically change what you're thinking about that person, that person reacts in a very different way, even if you haven't said anything or kept a straight face. We are constantly reacting mentally, emotionally, and physically. We even react on a psychic or soul level. So reactions are completely normal. What becomes problematic, however, is when you become your reactions or dramatize your reactions. Let's say someone insults you and you immediately have an emotional reaction within you of anger or hurt or both. And you have an accompanying mental reaction of thinking anything from how dare you or what are you talking about? Two, why are you saying terrible things to me? Two, I'm going to shut you up permanently.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like that one.
2: <laughs> it's got that certainty. <laughs> yeah.
1: You might even have a psychic reaction of wanting to beam resentment and other negative energies to that person.
2: Beaming, beaming, beaming. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Reactions are mechanical even on very subtle levels of energy. In a way, a button gets pushed by what someone says or does, or even by a sound or smell or image. When that particular button gets pushed, a predictable reaction happens in you. Little kids are really good at this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or even just pushing that right button in mama to make her feel oh, guilty.
2: Yes. Oh, she God. could be a vending machine.
1: Oh, yeah. Push the
2: guilt button and get me anything.
1: Oh, yes. But as long as you can remain or become neutral to all of the reactions you're experiencing, you're pretty much home free. For most people, however reactions seem real so they unwittingly end up just becoming those thoughts and feelings and energy and acting them out in ways that are not productive or beneficial to them or to anyone else yes a reaction is like pushing a button pushing a button and something kicks on so what has a button uh, like we said a machine or a device of some sort right Who you are as spirit doesn't have any buttons or switches that can be pushed to start a chain reaction. What is the button that could be pushed? It's connected to a kind of machine or a structure of images, thoughts, feelings, and energies in your mind body that can react in a pre-programmed way. It's like tapping an app icon on your smartphone or tablet, and the same reaction happens every time. Ah, but for a device to work, that helps. You have to be able to count on that reaction happening consistently to use a device, right? But then again, you are not a device. You are the operator of devices, including the body. It's all the apps in your mind that have reactions in your mind, devices. Some work to your advantage, whereas others tend to work against you. In some ways, it's like having an old app that used to be helpful when you turned it on, but now it's kind of outdated and slows down your work or even works against what you would like to get done. You know about that. What do you do with such an app? Well, usually, if you're smart, or even a normal person, you delete or uninstall them, right? Ultimately, you have to do the same with all the apps and devices within your mind that are not working correctly for you. Then, rather than reacting like a pre-programmed machine, somebody says something and you punch them in the nose every time, when a button is pushed you can create a new response that you would like to express in the world. That might be a simple way to remember the difference between a reaction and a response. A reaction is mechanical, pre-programmed, and automatic. A response is creative, new, and conscious. And you end up becoming the reaction when you're not aware and neutral, whereas when you are aware, neutral, and being present, you can consciously create a new response to whatever is happening and whatever it is you are experiencing. Yeah, that's that's such
2: a key to our awakening process, too. Knowing the difference between when we're reacting and when we're consciously creating a new response in present. The latter is the real definition of responsibility. It's our ability to respond or consciously create a new response to what we're experiencing. True responsibility isn't some rule of conduct that everyone has to abide by, such as be responsible for making sure this shipment goes out on time. <laughs> <laughs> That's an order to follow a certain rule, right? But to use your ability to respond, you have to use your creativity and intuitive knowingness to bring about what needs to happen. When responsibility is used as a rule of conduct, it becomes a form of control with little space for use of your creativity to respond. True responsibility requires the freedom to respond creatively. I became aware of reacting emotionally and mentally, and even physically at times when I was a little kid. It wasn't all at once, you know, where I had the realization. It it was a gradual dawning of awareness that i didn't like it when I reacted in a negative way in whatever situation I was in. But as a child, I hadn't realized what I could do differently or even whether I could change the way I felt or the thoughts that I thought. The general consensus of the world was that what you felt was what you felt and what you thought was what you thought. And you couldn't change either of them. It's most often assumed that that's it. <laughs> if you felt anger, you were angry. If you felt sadness, you were sad. In fact, there are times when I was questioning what I was feeling or how I felt. And people told me that if I was feeling that way, that's the way I was feeling. And not to pretend feeling differently. That that wasn't being truthful if you changed. Isn't it interesting that being truthful about how you felt meant you couldn't change your mind and feel differently a couple moments later. And you weren't allowed to discern whether what you were feeling was really your feeling or whether it belonged to someone else. Nobody talked about that. Nobody mentioned to me. Gee, Michael, are you sure what you're feeling right now is really yours? I mean, that would have have helped so much. (laughs) But no one, no one said that. To be truthful, you had to admit that you were feeling the way you were feeling based on what you were feeling. And if you changed your feeling too suddenly, it was not right. If you were feeling sad, you have to stay sad at least for a little while or people wouldn't believe that you were sad. (laughs) It's amazing how much fake news we are taught as reality when we're growing up, isn't it? (laughs) I'm so glad (laughs) that nonsense ends as soon as you grow up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, most of us have been well trained over many years to believe what we feel and what thoughts are in our heads as reality, and that we're pretty much stuck with them until they go away. But I knew from an early age that I didn't like having those reactions, they were never pleasant and they never benefited me or anyone else. Yet it took me a while before I came to realize what I can do to change all of that. It started when I first learned to ground myself, run my energy, and find that neutrality within myself in relationship to everything I was experiencing. At first, when I learned that I Didn't have to feel or think certain feelings and think certain thoughts that I was aware of that weren't really mine to start with. I I learned to let them be, put them in a rose and explode them. Like we've mentioned and taught you many times on our shows and you just let them go as energy. That completely changed my life. Not overnight, but more and more as I practiced these new psychic tools. Then there came an experience in which no matter how much I blew up the roses with various feelings and thoughts in them, I still didn't feel the way I wanted to. The intensity of the reactions were gone. Huh. Yeah, so it's much nicer. But I still wasn't super happy. That's when I asked myself, what was missing? It was simple. I hadn't created any new energy to express and share. As wonderful as it was to not have the negative energies anymore, I didn't replace it with the kind of energy that I liked to live in. In a sense, I was still under the influence of the deeper levels of programming that we're not the masters of our feelings and thoughts and experiences. We just experience what we experience because that's what we experience. Reality is reality,
1: and we don't have anything to do with it, right? (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) Well, our first break is coming right up, and I'll uh, have Michael continue that train of thought there when we come back. Meanwhile, we would like to remind you to check out our website, micheltamora.com. Besides our current calendar of events, with all the details of everything we're offering, it's got a ton of information and free articles to read, interviews to watch, and shows to listen to. You can even listen to any of our archived radio shows anytime right here on voiceamerica.com right here on our media player. If you haven't already signed up for our free monthly newsletter, you can do that and receive the first two-hour audio class to our comprehensive six-level psychic tools and life mastery practices to live your soul purpose course. You can also purchase any of our past seminars and classes that have become available as an MP3 audio download from the website or by calling our office at... In the U.S., 530-926-2650, Pacific Time. When we return in a couple of minutes, we'll continue to explore how you can go from reacting to responding. We'll be right back.
3: It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Listen for Mindful Matters Love, Sex, Spirit. Hosted by Dr. Dory Lynn. Dr. Dory is coming back. Sexy, savvy, and with sage advice from nearly eight decades of life experience. It's not retirement, it's refirement. It's fun, it's deep. Listening just makes you feel good. If you're looking for straight talk without all the bull in the world, be sure to tune in to Dr. Dory and Mindful Matters, Love, Sex, Spirit. Live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Make an appointment listening right now.
0: Hello, I'm Cass Thomas, and I'd like to invite you to join me and my friend Monish for our show, Beyond Love, Sex, and Other Drugs. We'll be talking about exclusion, abuse, possibilities, addiction, relationships, LGBT, and more. Is it time to create the life you truly desire? Join us, Beyond Love, Sex, and Other Drugs, every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific time on Voice America's Empowerment Channel. This conversation can change your life. It is certainly changing ours.
3: Are you where you want to be right now? We live our lives sometimes looking at others and thinking the grass is always greener on their side, not realizing that we have the power within us to pursue our dreams. It begins with a head start in the right direction. And that head start is with host Carla D. Walker and From the Inside Out believe in your abilities and take action listen live every tuesday morning at 9 a.m eastern time and 6 a.m pacific time on the voice america empowerment channel
1: live up to your fullest potential this is the voice america empowerment channel
0: you are listening to living the miracle michael and Raphael would love to hear from you Reach the show today by calling one 346 9141 Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Let's get back to our discussion of how you can shift yourself from reacting to responding to whatever happens in your life And whatever you are experiencing. This is a pretty interesting subject because most people who listen to our show are pretty sensitive people. And sometimes it gets very difficult to tell the difference between what you're thinking and what you're picking up around you. But I'd like to go ahead and turn this back over to Michael. He was talking about uh, reality is reality and we don't have anything to do with it or we think so. Uh, well that's that's what we're taught a lot. Uh and people assume that. Yeah.
2: And what changes that assumption? Well, you have to be more your true self. Because when you start to turn within and you start to experience, gee, who who really am I? Am I this body? Am I this, you know, uh thought and feeling Machine. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, wait a minute. I'm a creative spiritual being. Okay, what does that mean? We're first and foremost creative spiritual beings. And when you start to recognize that, oh, that means we're creating all of the time without fail. We may not notice it all the time, but we, we're we creating all the time. So there's not any time we're not creating. That's just how we are. <laughs> it's just that most of us think that creating is something separate we do when we think about it. And like, People say, you know, wow, you're so creative. You're such an artist and such an so I I can't even draw a straight line. All that kind of stuff. But it doesn't matter. Some people use their creativity, express their creativity in, in artwork and all of that. But others do it in business. Others do it in playing golf. You know, it's it's all kinds of things. Or
1: mediating or doing other things that they're good at. Yeah.
2: And. Some people, you know, uh, washing dishes, they can be very creative in washing dishes, or they could be a, like a robot. But even if you're being like a robot, you're still using some of your creativity to be that robot because that's a choice we have, right? So once you recognize, oh, I'm a creative being, then, oh, yeah, whatever I'm being. Whatever I'm experiencing in life, whatever I'm thinking and feeling, it's creativity. I'm putting my creativity in it. Now, is what I'm feeling and thinking right now what I'd like to be feeling and thinking? And if you're going through a reaction, well, a reaction's always negative to you because, because it's just a reaction. You didn't mean to do that. Some button got pushed, there's a particular pattern, a circuit, that's been in your mind for a long time. Generally, not very conscious of it. But, it gets pushed, and it's like that. what they call the knee-jerk reaction. You didn't mean to kick the person. (laughs) But, hey, I didn't mean to kick you, you're my friend. But... You tap me on the knee just the wrong way, and my knee my leg just kicked you <laughs> i didn't mean to do that it's It's like that that's a reaction and so then, inside internal reactions like thoughts and feelings before we express them, huh we don't we have a choice do we want to dramatize this feeling I have and and this thought i'm having or? No, that's that wouldn't be good. But when we think like what we feel is what we feel and what we think is what we think and we can't do anything about it because that's reality, then the only thing we can do, we can think of doing, is suppressing our feelings and thoughts, going, okay. I'm feeling this way and thinking this, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to carry it out. Uh, This is my friend. I'm not going to hit this person. Or it's not appropriate for me to scream, you know, bloody murder right now. (laughs) And so you, instead of letting it go and changing where you're at, you put a lid on it. Well, if you keep on doing that, you're going to get sick. You're going to get Tired, you're going to you're gonna wipe out because that's creative energy you're putting a lid on. Sure, you don't like the reaction, but don't put a lid on the reaction. And the only reason we put a lid on the reaction when we don't like it is we believe the reaction's real and we can't do anything about it uh, other than put a lid on it. You know, stop it from going out there. No, there's a much better way to not let it go out there is you become neutral. Yeah? Just neutralizing the unwanted energies allows us to feel the absence of those energies, but doesn't really replace our experience with feeling something wonderful. So that's the next step. First thing is become neutral to whatever the reactions are, whatever the thoughts the thoughts could be saying, oh, I'm going to kill this person. Well, for most of us, obviously, we're not gonna kill that person, right? Hopefully, <laughs> but but the feeling and the thoughts there, and and you go ah, so you just put on a straight face and mm, you know that's not gonna work. But you let that go. If you become neutral to it, not make it a big deal. Okay, so so I have this thought. I want to. Beat you up. Great. Isn't that hilarious? Do I want to do that? No. You let it go. Let it be. You don't fight it. If you fight it, whatever you resist, you become. So if you resist because you don't like that thought and you don't like this anger feeling or sadness or grief, you resist it. You fight it. I don't want to feel this. I don't want to feel this way. Make it stop. Make it stop. Like that, then... You put so much of your creative energy in it, that's what you're going to be. That's what you're going to express. And even if you don't say anything, and even if you don't start swinging your arms around, people can feel it. They they know you are upset, you're angry, you're sad, whatever. Even if you're a master at hiding that. Yeah, even when you're hiding it, and especially if you're on sensitive, sensitive people, like kids and dogs, animals, <laughs> they're going to feel it right away. <clears throat> so that's the first step, is becoming neutral. But then, just being neutral, you're going, let it go, let it go, let it go. That's if you're wanting to get rid of it. Being neutral doesn't mean try to get rid of it. Being neutral <clears throat> means you get to just be and let whatever the feeling, whatever the thought, just be. And it's all just energy. If you don't put more energy in it, it starts to go away. Huh? It might be screaming for a little while, but you go, no. Nah. But what makes it really work is you have to remind yourself, oh, I'm creative. I don't have to sit here, wait for something to happen to me. I can create a different energy. So neutral is neither positive or negative. But then once you're neutral and letting things be, then you have to create, let's say, amusement is the quickest, easiest energy to create because it's not over the top. It's it's a starting point. You can be amused. And you smile. You go. If, if nothing else, smile inside. You don't have to express it on your face if you don't want to. But inside, oh, isn't this isn't this fun? Isn't this amusing? Yes. Isn't it amusing that I want to scream my head off right now? <laughs> and when you practice that, oh, you actually realize I can create amusement. I could be amused about this situation just a moment ago I was crying about inside or I was screaming about inside. Huh. I don't have to be a chicken with the head cut off. Right? I, I have a good head. <laughs> uh, Raphael says I have a big head. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm going to use my creativity and create little amusement. doesn't have to, have to be a whole lot. It's just a little bit, and it shifts your it shifts your energy. When you shift the contents of your mind, it shifts your energy. All right? And because mind is the builder, whatever you put into it, it builds. So then, let's say if you were experiencing pain that was bad enough, relief from it might feel like heaven. Once the relief kind of becomes normal, then you're left with something that's probably less than joyous. Okay, what kind of energy are we creating now? And now? And now? Are we just recycling the old or are we choosing something different? It's a bit like the difference between mechanically repeating. Hello, 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 to each customer. Hello, welcome to the store. Hello, welcome to the store. Hello, mm-hmm. have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> ever, ever had that? I've had that a lot of times, walking into a store or walking out of a store. You know, it's like, hello, welcome to the store. <laughs> really? I don't, I don't experience being welcomed. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like somebody saying hello to me is they're, they're, they're uh, scolding me or something. Hello. <laughs> You're bothering me. <laughs> so that's, there's a difference between mechanically repeating a word like hello that's supposed to be a greeting or actually seeing each one, each person and enthusiastically welcoming welcoming them into your store because you've decided
1: you're happy that they're there i've experienced that quite a few times in some japanese restaurants where all the sushi chefs shout hello it's almost <laughs> overwhelming sometimes <laughs> <laughs> yeah they shout out
2: <laughs> but most of the times in those places i've i've experienced in at least enthusiasm right they're going hey irashaimase Masai means welcome you know welcome in and uh and uh, so we've we've been waiting for you so that's when someone actually sees you they don't have to actually see say anything you felt you feel you feel welcomed you feel welcomed uh when you walk in and they smile or whatever And when they say hello, you feel like, oh, this person's saying hello to me, right? That's different. That's responding. That's responding by hello, rather than some people even say hello as a mechanical reaction. You know, the door opens, uh, some figure walks in, you don't even see who it is or what it is. You just go, hello, welcome to the store.
1: Yeah, it could be an alien walking in. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. The alien goes, "Nino, Nino," and and you go, "Thank you. Welcome to the store." <laughs> so the simple question to ask yourself often during the course of your day is this: Is this the way I love to respond to this situation or experience? Am I truly happy responding in this way to this person? Is this the way I'd like to feel and think about what just happened. And if the answer to any of these questions is a resounding, yes, it is, well then, great. If it's not, then what would you like to experience instead? Every day, life gives us each unlimited opportunities To practice shifting ourselves from simply becoming the reactions that go on, day in and day out, to taking charge of our creative beingness and responding in a way that we are truly happy with.
1: Well, now we have our second break coming up. If you don't already have a copy of Michael's first book, You Are the Answer, Discovering and Fulfilling Your Soul's Purpose you can get it through our website, michaeltamora.com, or through amazon.com. If you'd like to make it a special gift for someone, you can even call our office to order a copy and ask to have Michael sign it for that person. And the phone number for that is the same as what I've given before, Pacific Time, 530 926 2650 i almost gave you my cell phone number ah when we return we'll continue our exploration of how to shift from reacting to responding see you in a couple minutes It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Tune
0: in to Lead Up For Women.
3: Mental illness affects more people than you might think. Now there's a program that showcases support resources, how many people in our society view mental illness, and how the culture surrounding it is changing. Listen for We Are Hope with co-founder and host Sean Perry. Mental health is being seen as a public health crisis, and we want to help, support, and listen. You'll hear the discussions and conversations that need to happen. Tune in every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. The White House doctor makes house calls. Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now, she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling one 346 9141 Again, that's one 346 9141 You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle.
1: It's great to have you back. Our subject today is how to shift yourself from reacting to responding. So, You know, one of the things that I know is that all of us eventually have to go out in the world and make contact with other human beings, with animals, with trees and plants. And I love this subject of from reacting to responding because it also changed my life, even from the time I was a little tiny girl in feeling overwhelmed all the time, and I didn't know I was sensitive to energy, to being able to get up in front of people and speak and not uh, not feel overwhelmed or embarrassed or have my knees shaking or anything like that, because I could find a space of that neutrality that Michael was speaking about. I, how I uh, experienced it the first times after I learned these tools was it was like when I would go on stage, I had a protective bubble around me and I could just be myself. And it didn't matter if somebody out there didn't like what I was saying or um, if what I said was uh, I made mistakes, which I did sometimes. Michael and I uh, used to do wedding ceremonies. <laughs> and once, <laughs> one time, we were doing a wonderful wedding ceremony for some very good friends of ours. And I said something very funny that I didn't mean to say. And rather than getting embarrassed about it, everybody burst out laughing. Yeah. And so I just laughed along with them and decided to go with it. And actually, it ended up being one of the most endearing moments oh, <laughs> of, the whole, the, of yeah. the whole wedding ceremony. <laughs> so what I was saying was my very final line is, may your love be everlasting. <laughs> and what I actually said was, May your love be ever blasting, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so needless to say, that couple uh, is having a blast in their in their wedding in their marriage <laughs> they most certainly are actually uh, yes, that was a great wedding, so would you like to have a little uh, practice session yet that you can do in preparation for in, when you're out in the world and you're living your life and you have these reactions, you can have it on tap. You know, it's like an app. You just tap on the icon and boom. Oh, okay, this is my, you know, uh, shifting from reaction to creatively responding uh, app.
1: (laughs) being in your own space app.
2: Yes.
1: And I'll answer for them, yes, they would like that, (laughs) I think.
2: Okay, so if you want to follow along, just find yourself in a comfortable chair, both feet on the floor. Ah, Give yourselves a deep breath and close your
1: eyes. If you're driving in a car, don't close your eyes. <laughs> listen to this later, but yes. you can listen to this with your eyes open. Okay. That, Attention. Was, that was my clairvoyant uh, warning. Yeah. <laughs> if you're
2: working heavy equipment or flying a jumbo jetliner, you know, do not do this <laughs> at work. <laughs> okay. So, Go ahead and as you close your eyes and imagine that grounding cord, the tree trunk. And as you imagine that tree trunk from the first chakra, that's right above the tip of your tailbone. Just imagine a little disk of light, disk of energy, just above the tip of your tailbone. And that's your first chakra, center for self-preservation. Imagine the tree trunk connected to that, going all the way down, all the way down to the center, very center of the earth. And imagine the tree trunk anchoring in, right into the center of the earth. Ah, and notice what happens. Oh, yes, this is imagination. But guess what? You could use your imagination. That's that's your creativity. And you can decide to make imagination work, or just keep it at the place of trying it out. And then, if you don't like it, explode it and let it go. It's that simple. So. Here's the grounding. You're going to keep it for a while. And then uh, just imagine you're letting go of any energies that don't belong to you that you've already picked up, you've been you know, struggling with or whatever. Huh. So you just let it go. Okay. Then notice the difference already just from grounding. So that's step one. Like Raphael saying, you know, she started to recognize, oh, if she grounded, she's not immersed in everybody else's energies. And, and she realized, oh, I can, I can handle this. I could be myself. Grounding helps you to be yourself in your body. And who are you? Well, besides everything else you are, you're fundamentally a creative being. You're creating all the time. So the question is, what do you choose to create instead of creating unconsciously as a reaction? Yeah, it's that simple. You have a choice. Okay, and you can create that choice, whatever you like. Okay, so now you're grounded. Now imagine the earth energy. Imagine earth energy all over the earth coming up. Into your feet chakras, the energy centers at the bottoms of your feet, at the arches of your feet, goes through the leg channels, all the way through the middle of your legs, into the first chakra. And it passes through the knee chakras in your knees that kind of filters and transforms that energy, earth energy that's pretty coarse, into a finer grade, so it smoothly flows into your first chakra. And you notice, once you do that, ah, that it actually enhances your grounding. It strengthens it. And any excess earth energy that gets into your first chakra naturally gets grounded, so you don't have to worry about that. Okay, then would you imagine at the top of your head, you have a big chakra, master chakra, your crown chakra. And just imagine cosmic energy, this very light golden cosmic energy flowing in to your crown chakra and it flows down four channels in your back, energy channels, and flows all the way in to your first chakra by the base of your spine again. And then when the cosmic energy flows into the first chakra, the earth energy is flowing into the first chakra, the mixture, just imagine that about 85% cosmic and 15% earth energy mix goes up two channels right through the body, along the spinal axis in front of the spine, and goes up all the way to the crown chakra at the top and flows out like a beautiful golden fountain of energy. This continuous golden fountain energy coming out your crown chakra. Give yourselves a deep breath and also imagine that that branches out across the shoulders, down the arms, and flows out of your hand chakras in the palms of your hands. As the energy mixture is flowing up the front two channels, It's flowing into and out of each one of the seven chakras. So the first one is just above the tip of the tailbone, second one right below your navel, the third one in the solar plexus, the fourth in the middle of your chest, fifth chakra in your throat, the sixth chakra behind your forehead, and the seventh chakra again at the top of your head. Okay, so the energy is flowing now. Just imagine that it's all flowing. The cosmic and earth energies are flowing. And so now... Be aware that you're in the center of your head. And as you're aware of being in the center of your head, naturally, the more you become in the center of your head, the more more neutral you naturally become because you start to be more yourself. In the very center of your head is a tiny, tiny point where you always are you as spirit. And when you start to be there, you naturally start to be able to be more neutral because that's the normal state that you're in as spirit. It's only by choice that you can put something in, put something out, whatever. Okay, so as you're becoming more and more neutral in the center of your head, ah, that's the first, if you get to this point and you know, oh, what this is, is all you have to do when you're going around your daily business, you don't have to sit down and, go into a meditation and all that stuff. This is for practice. But in your day-to-day life, at work or at home or driving, whatever, just go, oh, ground. And when you're driving, you don't have to close your eyes. Or even at work, you don't have to close your eyes to do this. If you practice it enough in meditation, then all you have to do is think about it and go, oh, yeah, grounding. And boom, it's there. Center of my head, boom, and you're there. It gets to be more and more as you practice it regularly. Okay, then become aware in the center of your head of being neutral. And the thing that helps in the creative process first is to create some amusement. You may not have been feeling amused, generally, when you have to shift from reaction to responding creatively. Well, guess what? (laughs) You're shifting because... It's not very amusing. (laughs) It's not joyful, fun, anything, happy. So, ah, okay. So consider being amused. And that's all in spirit. There's no effort. You don't have to try. You don't have to take 1,500 steps to do this. No, it's just one step. It's just decide. I'm neutral. I'm neutral. I'm amused. I'm amused, okay, and imagine, oh yeah, you've been amused in other times, so you know what amusement is, oh yeah, I'm amused, can I be a little bit amused? Can I smile a little bit, tiny bit okay all right yes i'm I'm a little amused <laughs> okay, so then, whatever's going on, whatever reaction, maybe you're having a slight reaction right now to discomfort or a little unhappiness or whatever it is, sadness because something happened. Okay, those reactions you could use or just make up something from whenever you had that before. Imagine an image of a rose out in front of your forehead about a foot in front of your forehead. Ah, okay, and notice, even this part, just imagining an image of a rose about a foot in front of your forehead, you're in the center of your head, And there's a rose about a foot in front of your forehead. And uh, notice even that makes a little bit of a difference. You know why? Because you started to take ownership that you're a creative being. You created an image. Okay, now would you imagine that image exploding in a flash of light? Oh. And notice many of you might have experienced A little more shift in energy. It's a little bit lighter, a little easier. Okay, now imagine a new image of a rose out in front of you. And then whatever emotional energy, whatever thought energy. Remember, it's all energies. Thoughts are energies. Emotions are energies. Whatever it is
1: you're experiencing. They could be thoughts like, yeah, but. This guy did this and you have, but that woman did that. And she really did it to me.
2: Yeah. It's all <laughs> She's going to pay. You know, that's all energy. Yep. And notice, you have to ask yourself, do I like that? Do I want to keep on feeling this way and thinking this way? No. Okay. Then take those thoughts, take those feelings, put it into the rose as energy. Just know, okay, the energy of this thought, energy of this feeling, I want to just put it right into that rose. Go in there. And it, it'll obey. It's the energy obeys. Okay. So you just put it in the rose. See it go in. And then imagine the whole thing with the energy. Exploding. Like a flash of light. Ah. And notice. Give yourselves a deep breath. Smile. You're on cosmic camera. <laughs> Be in the That's center true. of your head. <laughs> and even if it was a very subtle shift for you, that's a beginning. okay? Pretty soon, when this becomes all that for you and you can do it just on on command, right? On demand. <laughs> then it gets so easy. And even if the entire emotional reaction doesn't go away in a split second, no, that doesn't have to. Just notice, oh, it's gotten down. Hey, it's ten percent less. Great. And check your grounding, be in the center of your head, get into a little more amusement because, hey, it's 10% less, okay? And then imagine another rose, put it in there, whatever energies you're experiencing at that point that is not really great, just put it into that rose. Just decide you're going to let it go. Don't think of it as I'm getting rid of this. No, just think of it as I'm just letting it be in the rose now. And then, imagine the whole thing exploding. Let it all go. Notice how that feels. Okay. So then, imagine a giant gold sun above your head, full of life force energy. And just gently bring in that gold sun from the top of your head and fill up your entire body until you see. Imagine your entire body radiating with this golden life force energy. Give yourselves a deep breath. Stretch. Stretch. And then gently bend on over. You finish off like this. Bend on over and drain off any excess energies from the top of your head, neck, and shoulders. And when you're ready, just come on back up. Open your eyes.
1: Yes, indeed. It's like making the decision that you don't have to be the effect of whatever you're experiencing. It's very important. Well, we're coming to the end of our show. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed it and gained some new insights and tools. Let us know about your experience of our shows by emailing us at Living the Miracle Radio. Make sure to put the radio in there, Living the Miracle radio at gmail.com. Or you can friend us on Facebook, Michael and Raphael Tamora, Living the Miracle Radio Show, and please comment. Next Wednesday, we'll offer you a fascinating topic of exploration, one of my favorite topics UFOs were identified long ago. Make sure to join us. Please keep spreading the word about our show and share it on social media. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. We'll see you next week. We
0: appreciate your joining us today.